Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prairie of Prime Sports World, a very different edition of Prime Sports World. As many of you know, uh, we usually do our prediction shows on Tuesday. Uh, this will not be that show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about something near and dear to their heart here, uh, as we just lost Christian. Um, but uh, Izzy, welcome to the show, man. See you What's going on, on brother? Rivera. Uh, I'm David Huffman, the host of this show. Uh, Kristen Simpson should be jumping back in. Uh, but, yeah, normally we, on Tuesday nights, Prime Sports World, we bring you our predictions. We break down Monday Night Football. We give out our game balls. Um, due to unfortunate circumstances that have unplayed out Monday, uh, we're not going to be doing that based on the fact that we need to send our prayers for Tamar Hamlin, uh, safety for the Buffalo Bills, uh, who during that game uh, at 8.55 on Monday night um, tackled T. Higgins uh, and then collapsed. Um, CPR was needed to be performed in order to get his, his heart back uh, pumping, uh, and an ambulance took him off the field. After that point, um, they, they, they basically said, the, at one point they said five minutes to get back into the game. Uh, basically, everybody went to the locker room, uh, class act all around by the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, and really the fans here at the stadium, at Parkour Stadium there in Cincinnati, uh, class act all around. The NFL eventually made the call to cancel this game. Uh, the latest information on DeMar Hamlin is that he's currently in a me medically induced coma um, as they put a feeding tube into uh, a breathing tube into him so he can breathe because uh, he's currently not breathing on his own. But his vitals have stabilized. Um, the latest report is he suffered a cardiac arrest after the first quarter. Um, that's what we know for right now. Uh, I'm in David Huffman. CEO of Prime Sports I'm joined by from the Daily Blitz blog, Mr. Christian Simpson. Um, and yes, this will be a very different show because this is more than a game uh, when it comes to the health of a human being. Um, we, our thoughts and prayers out to Demar Hamlin. Just open up the floor as we try to get through this show to all of us together. Um, you know, I get the chance to to come on and, and talk this game with you guys Monday. Tuesday and Fridays with Izzy when we do when we do college football showdown. Man, I've loved this game since I was six years old. Uh, I've been absolutely honored to to break it down for 12, almost 13 years as an NFL and college football analyst. I've been I was fortunate enough to play for three years, and unfortunately, I had to stop playing because of an injury. But in all my years of watching football, I've never seen anything like this transpire. Um, my heart sunk when I heard that they had to perform CPR on him because at first I thought he was concussed. But when Joe Buck said that he needed CPR performed on him, I'm like, wow, this this can't be real right now. And to be honest, when when, when this happened, I didn't. I didn't react as an analyst. I didn't react as a as a former player. I almost reacted as if I was a parent, and I know Izzy is a parent, and I can't even imagine what was running through his head because all I could think of was his mom. You know, no parent should ever have to witness their child experience that. Being a parent never stops. It doesn't matter how old your child is, and... Football just seems so minuscule right now compared to everything that we're talking about. I, I couldn't agree anymore with the name of this show, More Than a Game, because it truly is more than a game. Just love the way both teams came together, the way both coaches came together, because this is a life. 
that we're talking about. We're not talking about a football player. We are talking about the life of a human being, a young man, 24 years old, who still has so much more to do. You know, he hasn't even scratched the surface of what's to come yet. This is a dream for so many young men. And unfortunately, a lot of people's dreams be- became became a slight nightmare because of what they saw on the field. I remember way before you guys met me in, in 2016, I was asked by a show I contributed for, I was asked when I have kids, do I would I let my son play? And I said no, because I had to stop playing because I was injured. So, you know, as a parent, why would I want that from a And yesterday, furthermore, just proved my point. Um, all I could say is this, and I'm going to give the floor to Izzy. All I could say is this. We have to lift this kid in prayer right now. Like, you know, football right now is on the back burner. It's secondary and props to the National Football League for discontinuing this football game because if they had went on with this game, and let's say this young man unfortunately passes away last night, sometime today, the NFL would have had a whirlwind of problems uh, on this play at their door right now. They're still going to have a whirlwind of problems. They're still going to have a whirlwind of problems. Yeah, they still are. They still they, are. You know, when it comes to, and I'll, I'll get this to my point, when it comes to um, the proper equipment when it comes to player safety, the NFL has been on the hot seat for many years, especially with concussions. But when I look at these guys, these athletes out here, um, from back when, like when I was growing up, and back when, like I used to play football back in the uh, like the mid nine, the nineties, early two thousands, because I started playing back in like nineteen ninety eight at eight years old, all the way to I was. Senior high school, I tried out for a D1 football team, you know, and we used to wear bigger, uh, I used to have bigger shoulder pads, more padding here around the chest area. We used to wear thigh pads, knee pads, hip pads, uh, tailbone pads, uh, cups, um, the whole nine yards. And these guys are not even wearing half of that stuff anymore. And they're out here running into each other. Another thing that I want to get into is at the youth level, right? This starts at the youth level. Um, you know, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin, uh, you know, went high for a tackle, right? Went high for a tackle, doesn't have the padding. And, um, and we need to get back to the fundamentals of football. I get back to this with the people that are teaching the youth at football. When you properly tackle, you square up, you hit at the hips, you wrap up and you drive down. You don't hit high. You don't hit too low because one, you can miss a tackle. And two, uh, you know, guys break through tackles. And then this one, this is just unfortunate. This is like one out of a, like, I mean, you're talking about billion chances of this happening, David. And so Christian. so the, what, what they think happened to him is, so they, the heart got hit and jarred at just the right moment. It's called a, yep. a comatoid cortis. Um, mm-hmm. There are 30 of these a year in the entire world. And That's it's insane. Just, it's just a, wow. one of those freak accidents. Like you never, it happens more in baseball actually than it does in football. Um, but this is what they think happened. We're, we're not going to speculate on this show because we don't know yet. Um, right. But, right. But obviously, I mean, this goes beyond just being a football game and football players. This is a human being whose life is maybe potentially forever changed because of this. Mo- and kudos to the NFL yeah. finally did the right thing. It took them forever to finally make that decision. Like when they, 
like when they they kind of thought the that they were gonna like oh they're gonna take five minutes they're gonna play and then the players were like no we're not we're not playing here tonight and you know I, I think kudos to everybody involved like Zach Taylor you know uh, Sean McDermott class acts all around they really and handled themselves well. Um, I'm gonna say the last time I seen something like this and and the, I think the only situation that I could kind of wrote is Hank Gathers from Loyola Marymount and that was a basketball player if everybody remembers he's supposed to be a first round pick. And uh, he went up for an alley-oop, dunked it, came back down, and he collapsed right in the middle of the court. Um, and Or you can mention to the kid last year from Florida State that fell and collapsed, had a cardiac arrest as well, right? So you, you rarely see these. I mean, I've never seen it in football. I've seen it in basketball where it's just high-end running up and down, crazy speed. Um, and, you know, football, they take you know small breaks in between plays. I've never seen this happen in football. I've never seen that at the magnitude of this. Um, and that's why I bring up the equipment use. And that's why I bring up, you know, we need more padding. We need better equipment. And, and, and when you add less equipment, less padding with the type of athletes that are the, the, the new generation of athletes that are training like pros from the time that they are like 10 years old to now, uh, it's a scary game. And this is why I say football and, and, and the decline of people, uh, kids, letting their kids play football uh, is declining in this country. And I think you'll see it to even decline even more over the next 20 years. And I think some of our best athletes will be playing other sports. But I do want to put out my prayers to DeMar Hamlin and his family. Um, like I said, I really, really, I've been up all night. I was up all night last night because I couldn't sleep, man. I, I wanted to know what this kid, what was going to happen with this kid, man. And I was yeah. up all night doing other things, and it really worried me. And as a father, I would, I would be distraught right now if my son was going through this. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think, think that's. Go ahead, Christian. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I echo your sentiments a hundred percent completely, Izzy. Um, I mean, I was up all night checking my phone left and right. Okay, what's going on with this kid now? What what's happening with him now? Um. I also want to tip my cap to the entire football community because it's current players, it's former players, it's Hall of Famers, it's, you know, journalists, it's NFL. It's, it's, not, it's people even not even attached to the sport. Like Kirk Franklin, who's a gospel singer, like he, he put his prayers out for uh, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin. Hamlin too. Yeah. yeah, like LeBron Absolutely. James, like Kirk, Clay Thompson had one of the games, one of the best games of his career, but one of the first things he addressed during his press conference yesterday was the prayers for DeMar Hamlin. Same thing yeah. with Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell scored yeah. 71 points. 71 points, yes. No, nobody is even talking about that. <laughs> right, no. right. And, 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 and rightfully so, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, rightfully so, but right and rightfully no. so. But nah, man. Uh, look, it, it's just great to see everybody come together to pull for him because this this is what he needs. And I think you know, I could probably say this on on, on all all of our behalfs here at the prime that you know his family needs to know that we're all behind him. You know, like hey, look, we may have different backgrounds. At the end of the day, we may have different religious beliefs, different political beliefs. But at the end of the day, we're all one big family in this country. And this is when the country needs to come together. This is when family needs to come together. They need to link arms and solidarity. And, you know, they, they need to put everything that they have going on to the side and, and think about DeMar Hamlin. And I think a lot of people have already done that. I mean, if you look at this toy fund, the fund for his toy drive, I mean, it had a, it had a goal set for $2,500. I don't know if you guys know what it's at now. Yeah, a million. 
No, no, it's not even close to five million. Five million dollars. Five million dollars now. Five million dollars. Hundred. This is this article was published three hours ago. Uh, yeah, three no, hours because, ago. Because because at like I think hundred hundred and seventy six thousand people have donated to this GoFundMe uh, for his toy fund. You don't think that like people are really like yeah we're gonna raise them up we're gonna yeah. No, no, it's crazy that it's five million now. Cause like the last, I think when I checked at like eleven o'clock or twelve midnight, it was at like a million. And so now you talk about almost only what like fourteen hours later or whatever, seven o'clock p.m. where I'm at, it's at five million. That's incredible. When I uh, when I produced my show at five, uh, I, I by the way, yeah, I'm a television news producer, so yeah, I had to. I had to cover this in pretty extensively all day. Um, it was probably the, one of the hardest days I've ever had in my life um, as a television news producer, even harder than like covering the hurricane stuff. Like it was, it was rough. Like it was really, really heavy on me. Um, and it was at 4 million. So yeah, it's jumped millions since I got off work at five thirty. So that's insane. And it's probably going to double. It's probably going to double by tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Probably. It's probably going to double by tomorrow. Um, you know, one thing I want to kind of stress, though, too, that I know you guys said, I know you guys praised the NFL for stopping this, but I kind of want to praise Zach Taylor and um, uh, God, Sean, McDermott. Sean McDermott for actually um, putting their best foot forward and saying, no, we're going to go to the locker room and we're going to get our teams together and we're going to make a conscientious decision. And I think that propelled the league because the league was only going to have them warm up for about 10 minutes and then have them go back out there. It wasn't until Shaq Taylor and Sean McDermott said, no, nah, we're not going to do this. We're going to take our guys to the locker room. We're going to make a conscientious decision and we're going to suspend this game. And, and that was on them. That wasn't on the league. The league was actually going to go forward with this game, which is, in my opinion, it's kind of embarrassing, in my opinion. Well, just in, originally. in the league's defense, I mean, there is no precedent for this. And so, like, I guess they were, they were just following protocol at that point. Like, there is no precedent for somebody for like if somebody, you know, almost passes away during a game. There is no there's no there's no rule in the book like where it's like, oh, hey, we got to cancel the game now. Like, no, like mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to laugh, but like th- there's no precedent. No, like there's no protocol at all in place to like how are we supposed to handle this? Like the rules are the rules. And like we're trying to. And then the players were like, no, like if you watch, like I've never seen anything like that, like where players are just so distraught. Like at one point, Stefan Diggs was trying to rally the troops and that worked for a few minutes. And then like, as soon as the players sat back on the locker room, they started like, you just saw like these dead stares on every single player on both sides of the team on the, on the, in, on the field. There was no way that they were going to be able to step back on this football field and play a football game. That was not going to be a sloppy mess. And this kid's a rookie having an incredible year. Second year, by the way, is it second year? Yeah, uh, second, two, yeah, two, yeah. second year, having an incredible year, an incredible year at safety. Um, due to the injuries at safety that they had, he actually became the starter at what week two, yep. something like that. Uh, week Mike, three. Yeah, Micah Hyde got injured pretty early in this season. Mm-hmm. Incre- he's having an incredible year. He has over ninety tackles. Um, I don't know if he's a Pro Bowl selection. No, um, he this kid, he, he's not. He's not a Pro Bowl selection. This kid is having – he's having an incredible year as a six-round pick out of Pittsburgh, uh, may I say. And um, like like I said, 24 years old, you know, forget the football career. I know you're playing your dream. He has a lot of life to experience, right? You're only 24 years old, man. You haven't experienced life yet. You're only just getting started as an adult at 24 years old, man. 
Um, on top of that, man, he comes from McKinsey Rocks in Pennsylvania. The medium household income of that city is $22,000 a year. Oh, my goodness, man. For medium income for the household. And, like, and you know, and, and that's like what I like just outside of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a is a blue collar town, you know, right. steel mill, just, you know, the hard hat, you know, lunch fail type of town. You know, people getting up, you know, you know, super early to 30 something years, you know, in the cold, rain, sleet, snow, you know, um, providing for their families at factory jobs. You know, that that's Pittsburgh in a nutshell. You know, hard, tough nose type of town. And he exemplifies that. And I, you know, I, I think I truly in my heart, I believe he's gonna pull through this because he is Pittsburgh strong. Yeah, and I think everybody's everybody's pulling for him. I, I think the most of the reporting over the last twenty twelve hours has been semi positive. Um, the fact that they were able to get that oxygen to him early as soon as humanly possible means that they could have avoided some serious like when you when you lose oxygen to the brain, you, you kind of lose that brain function. Uh, but they got mm-hmm. oxygen pretty to him pretty fast. Uh, started CPR really fast. And kudos to man, kudos to the NFL for having these protocols in place where they were able to. Because uh, we, we we had we interviewed a doctor today um, for as part of our our coverage, right? Uh, a doctor I remember at Parkview, one of the hospitals here in the area, and basically he was like this like outside of like be already being in a hospital and having this happen to you like being at the on an NFL football field and having that kind of medical personnel available immediately may have saved his life yeah, yeah that's incredible like, that's incredible and 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 i, I think I, and i and i will say yeah the NFL did did um you know have the right protocol and pace for health and health and safety for for this type of situation. Um, I'm not sure that they planned it. I, I'm, I'm assuming they don't plan on it, but this is worst case, worst case scenario. And they showed that they got into action right away. They got the defibrillator. They actually have to use a defibrillator on the kid they did. as well as CPR as well. You couldn't see it because everybody was huddled around it. There's a big circle around it. Um, and that's why a lot of the guys were kind of distraught because they seen their brother down there laying three, lifeless not breathing for nine minutes yeah and look as you play and you got you know like when you play football you build a brotherhood with your teammates and like you said when, when you see your brother down on the field you can't help but be overcome with emotion and look mm-hmm. seeing josh allen's look is what got me like the look on his face and then just seeing he and Joe Burrow embrace, you know, competition meant nothing at, um, at that point. Um, yeah, it, it, it's the scariest thing that I think I've ever seen in, in watching sports. Like, you know, I saw, I'm going to take it back here. I saw Kevin Ware back in 2013 during March Madness when, you know, he just fell. His leg. leg bent the opposite mm. way. And then I saw yeah. when, when, when Paul George – injured yeah. his leg but this this right here um it's it's the scariest thing i've ever seen so now i guess i ask you guys as an analyst i ask you guys what do you think the nfl does moving forward from here i i'm, I'm you know what i i have not a clue i i really do not Me know I, I, i'm because they're talking about how they're just going to move forward with so all the games for next week are still 
quote unquote scheduled to happen. But I just I just can't imagine they're gonna have another football game until we find out what's gonna happen with this with Demar Hamlin. I, I I can't imagine anyone taking a football field like. I just can't in the National Football League. I can't imagine a single team taking a football field knowing that they don't know if this kid is going to survive or not because it's very much still up in the air. It's it's pretty touch and go. Like he, it could go either way. As much as we praying it doesn't it doesn't go that way. I mean it's 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 the possibilities there. Right, man. Um, and and if I'm the players, if I'm the players' association, Troy Vincent, if I'm the players, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be like, yo, like Roger Goodell. I, I know there's a lot of money and like involved, but like. We have to like just suspend the league until like everything is kind of copacetic again. Like I don't even know and how long know that what? would even take. And you know what, David? I'd be on board with that. I, you know, in a way, in a way, yes, I I would too. I think that this game in particular, Christian, needs to be a tie. It needs to I be agree. a tie, even I though agree. I know the Cincinnati Bengals were up seven three. Or if Buffalo's just like you know what, whatever, you know, forfeit. We'll give you guys the win. You know. I think Buffalo would be okay with that too. You know, we'll give you guys the win, seven three. You know, um, but I think I think the NFL, I think the NFL, like like you said, I'd be on board with the NFL suspending the season. Um, but at the same time, I don't think they're going to do that. I knowing the NFL, I don't think they're going to do that. Or I, 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 also, I also doubt. Like I want to be optimistic that the NFL is going to step in. I, I was being optimistic for a lot of last night too. Like, yeah, like for out for minutes and minutes and minutes, we're all in that group chat talking about this. Like, the NFL cannot allow this game to continue. And it was just like the players had to decide that they didn't want to play instead of the NFL stepping in. We're like, we're not playing tonight. No, no. I, and I would have did the same thing. And I think, I think, I think what's going to happen this week. I think it's Tuesday. I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have already been having these discussions. Owners, players, they're all players association, the, the, the league office, they're all having these discussions about, um, you know, about player safety and, 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 and about next week. And about, and like, and I'm sure Buffalo doesn't even want to play until they find out what's going on with DeMar Hamlin. And so, what are they going to do? Forfeit the next game, the week 18 game? So, you have to, you have to kind of put that into consideration too. So, like Christian said, I'd be on board with them suspending suspending the week, you know, temporarily until this situation kind of gets handled. We know DeMar Hamlin's in stable condition. I know he's in critical condition right now. Um, and we kind of figure out what's going on because it's not fair for Buffalo to go back out there and play another football game. No, as well. no, like, no. Like personally, I would say just I want to just key in on Buffalo. They shouldn't go back out there and play football again. I, 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 I also think the Cincinnati's in the same boat. I mean, yeah, uh, like they happened. They were both on the football field together, like watching that, and like the, the camaraderie that between those two teams, like when they all were surrounding Hamlin, like not allowing any of the ESPN cameras to even see what was going on. Like, yeah, like it was like really one of those moments where players were like, "Yeah, this is bad. We need to make sure that nobody, a respect for him, respect for his family. Like, we cannot allow these cameras to get anywhere near." What's going on medically wise? And, we have, and, they, and they all basically exposed themselves to this traumatic experience at will. And, and Tyler like Boyd, you know. And 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 and, and what about and, and also Tyler Boyd? He's gonna have some like you know. I I, I, I feel for Tyler Boyd. T, T Higgins. T Higgins. T Higgins. Uh, T Higgins. I mean, I I feel you know he's gonna have some psychological trauma after this a little bit, right? You know. I mean, I think, I think so. I, I mean, I, it, I mean. 
It wasn't his fault. It was out of his control. But. It was out of his control, but he was still involved. Like, he's got some psychological trauma. Like, man, I, I was involved in a, a hit in a play that, that almost took a player's life, man. You know, and it's that's going to be hard for T. Higgins to kind of move forward with the rest of his life, quite frankly. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure about all. I'm not totally sure about all that, but I do. I do think it will have an impact on him. But at the end of the day, like he didn't do anything wrong. Like he. No, he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not saying he did anything wrong. I'm just saying, like, if if I was involved in a play in which, like, I I, I hit, you know, I I lowered my shoulder and I almost took a guy's life, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, do I do I like 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 how do I play this game anymore? Like this game that I love, this game that I'm passionate about. But I also think a lot of people are having that same conversation right now, even if they're not involved. Like, do I really want to continue playing in the National Football League knowing that what I just watched is something that is a reality for me? Right, right. Yeah, Um, and I I look at – and we look at Tua – we look at Tua, like, you know, with the concussion thing. I mean, but this is a much different. Like, this oh, no, is like, I know that. I know that. I'm just saying player safety in general, man. I mean, yeah. the concussions and everything, man, just it's bad, man. I, I also want to commemorate, like, if any of you guys watched ESPN after the broadcast, after the, after the Monday Night Football broadcast went off the air, they, they pitched it to Scott Van Pelt and Ryan Clark. And Ryan Clark was so good and so captivating on TV last night, like, he was like literally he was carrying because the, the that entire broadcast like Ryan Clark is so relatable because you know he, he went through that with the sickle cell after that game in Denver where he almost died yeah. right and then like yeah so listen to Ryan Clark talk was so, like he was just so compelling during that broadcast and I just got to give it to Ryan Clark it must have been really difficult for him to keep it together during that show because you saw like Adam Schefter uh Boog- Boogie McFarland. Uh, they they were kind of running out of things to say. Yeah. yeah. They are kind of running out of things to say. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, like all everybody that was involved in that broadcast, like after, did an outstanding job of just keeping it classy, keeping themselves composed. Because I, I get like I, working at TV, like I, I can't imagine what I would have done. Right? Like, you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, and look, I know Booger McFarlane gets a lot of flack here and there, but he was absolutely phenomenal last he night. Was. And another thing, and another thing I say, like a lot of those guys that you saw on TV last night, they weren't reporting as, you know, professionals. These were parents. Like this was real life flashing before their very eyes, unfortunately. There there's a there's a video of Ryan Clark that's gone viral. If you haven't watched it, please just give yourself two minutes of your life. Watch that Ryan Clark video. He is like, he is so like everything he said is so powerful. And like, this is not more than a, he's like, talking about this is more than a game. This is about a human being. And like, we understand like when we watch football, we're supposed to be entertained, but these are human beings, human beings. Exactly. And that trumps everything. It does. Couldn't agree anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, and 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 also, you know, for the people, uh, you know, there are a lot, there are a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, the game should continue, the game should continue. I mean, no, the game should not continue. There are a lot of people on social media. There are a lot of there were like like a lot, lot like some media pundits um, that were saying, oh, you know, the game should continue and, and and all of this other good, all this other stuff. And it's like, no, no, the game should not. 
continue at all. And I know one of the bigger media pundits that kind of got some flack was Skip Bayless, and I think that tweet that tweet just got a little bit misconstrued a little bit. Um, I, I believe you know the way as journalists we like to be we like to speak it in a rhetoric term, kind of speak it in context. Uh, I think he was kind of explaining, uh, you know, kind of explaining in context of those people saying that the game should continue. But he was he basically explaining that the game was the the game, the magnitude of the game was irrelevant because of the situation. I, I also have a huge problem with so me and Izzy are big fantasy football players. People that were like complaining that the game didn't continue because of fantasy football. I'm sorry. Stop it. Your fantasy team sucks. Show some respect. Your fantasy team sucks, anyways. Um, yeah. Show some respect. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, guys, there was worse because on my Twitter, somebody, um, I put, look, the NFL needs to end this game. There's no way that this can continue. Look at this. Mm-hmm. And somebody had the nerve to tell me I have the Bengals on a bet on my ticket, a three, three and a half points, and I have rent due. I just, you know, I told him. Can I say what I said? Yeah, I, I, I know what you said. So say, yeah, I know right. what you said. <laughs> look, I'm like, look, with all due disrespect, fuck your rent. That's real talk. You want to say the same thing, And here's the sad, here's the sad thing. You depended on a game to pay your rent. Your ass deserves to be evicted. Fuck. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That was just quite um, sickening and disturbing. From some people, from certain people, and uh, you know, shame on y'all for for saying the games continue. Oh, I have a parlay out. Oh, my fantasy team. Hey, man, that 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 is irrelevant at this moment in junction. I also exactly. I, I, something that also irks me. Something fierce about this particular situation. People that want to use this as a political moment. Oh, I know where you're going, David. And I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to bring it. I, I just. That's all I'm going to say. I um, I know I know where you're going with that. That's fine. I'm, I'm glad you. Yep. Like, it, yeah. It really, I, I I was I I was pretty mad last night actually. Uh, I know I know uh, I, I, I saw it I saw it I saw it. I'm like, yeah, like that was that was awful. Like for real. Like and what? Like goddamn. Uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah. Like back to back to Demar Hamlin. Let's keep the focus on him. Um, you know, we want to keep our prayers for him. Um, we're going to try to get back to regularly scheduled programming tomorrow. Uh, we're going to bring you the crossover tomorrow. Uh, we're going to see what goes on with the national football league. We're going to bring you our week 18 prediction show on, on Thursday this week. Uh, we're going to try to keep the content going because we're prime sports world. We give you content every day. We bring you the heat. You know, this is what we do. Like we cover the NFL. Like we're not going to stop just because of this situation. So, um, Thank you very much for sticking with us at Prime Sports World. We appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, we're going to try to keep the contact rolling for you guys. Um, I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts. So if you have anything you want to get off your chest as a, um, an end piece here. Um, I know this is normally when I'm figuring out what I'm previewing. And I know what I'm going to preview, but it just seems it just seems so not important right now. Not It's, it's not – it's not what it, it normally is to me. You know, normally I'm excited. Oh, man, I get to, you know, go to my lab. I get to think of a creative title. You know, I get to send it. I get to say shameless plug with David because that's been our thing the last <laughs> couple years. But, man, that's just so minuscule right now. And mm-hmm. look, I think I say this 
on on David's behalf, on Izzy's behalf, you know, even my mom and you know everybody I know that that's been following along with this. Everybody's been following along with this. Nah, like lift this kid up in your prayers. Think of this kid's mom right now. Like no parent should have to experience what the Mar Hamlin's mom and family is going through right now, man. And most importantly, look, uh, hug your loved ones. Tell somebody you love them today. Look, I love y'all, man. I, I, I really mm-hmm. do, man. You guys, you guys pretty much, you know, took me in <laughs> in 2020 and, you know, and the rest is history. Um, I love getting a chance to work with you guys and you guys, you know, have given me a reason to, to, to pretty much love radio again. So thank you for letting me be your analyst on, on the Prime and on College Football Show now. It, it's more than appreciated. <laughs> Oh, I think, that, I think that's one, that's of the, one of the other things. Like, so we were like, we were debating in our group chat, like how, what to do, but like, I feel like, like using this platform to get more people's eyeballs on Mar Hamlin, get more prayers out there, using our platform to have other people just send their thoughts, send their prayers for this kid. Cause he's going to need them. And we're, this is why we have to run this show. It's going to be difficult for us, like, but we have to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I kind of want to leave it up on this, but for my own sake, uh, Demar Hamlin's an incredible individual. Um, he's um, a guy that uh, you know has given back to his community. Uh, he's a young guy that's worked hard. He's lived out his dream, making it to the NFL. He's provided for his family, um, and he's played the game that he's loved. And um, you know, like like Christian said, and like David said, uh, you know, and like I'm saying. Uh, you know, extend your prayers out to his family and to DeMar Hamlin just to make it through because, like I said, football is just a game his life is is not. Uh, and he has a lot of life to experience only at the age of 24. And what I would like to see um, and to kind of uh, reiterate kind of what we were saying earlier, I would I would definitely like to see the NFL just suspend the, the season for a week. Don't play week 18 and, you know, until next week. To pay homage yeah, to Demar Hamlin, to your because this is a brotherhood. At the end of the day, your football community—it's not just the Buffalo Bills, not just the Cincinnati Bengals. This is the NFL as a whole, and I feel like the NFL as a whole needs to pay homage, pay respects. Um, you know, take a take a break off, take a break, um, and just kind of you know keep this kid in their prayers, keep everything in perspective. Go, go, go. You know, be with your loved ones, and just kind of um, you know kind of get your mind right after this. And I think the NFL needs to suspend the league for at least one week um, and then restart um, everything as we get more reports in from the market. Absolutely. I, I couldn't could agree. Not have, I, I could not have said that better myself, dude. That, that is a perfect way to wrap up this show. Um, thank you very much for watching us. Uh, if you w- took the time to watch us on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter, uh, we really do appreciate it here at Prime Sports World. Um, we do bring the heat, and we bring you episodes every single day covering the NFL and basketball and you know college football. But this is one of those moments where this is more than a game. This is uh, something much bigger than just a game. So um, thank you very much for watching the show. Uh, we're not going to do the usual goodbye. Uh, we're just going to be – I'm David Hoffman. There's Israel Rivera, and there's Christian Simpson from the DailyBlitz.blog. Thank you very much for joining us, all three of us. Um, we will be back here tomorrow doing the crossover. Um, thank you. And good night. All right, and, guys. You know Have a good night. And tell your loved ones you love them, for real. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely. guys. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>